This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. Jürgen, it's going so well for you, isn't it? A great unbeaten run currently, 14 Premier League games. You've won five, drawn 19 unbeaten, but you're not not top of the league, incredibly. Just how good have you got to be this season to to finish top of the pile ahead of the likes of, of Chelsea and Manchester City? You've got to be at your brilliant best, haven't you? Yeah, but that's pretty much the case for all of us. Um, not only us um, means this is just the standard of the league. Um, and to be in, not now in October, end of October, obviously, but in March, April or May in that, in that, um, in that area of the table, that means you have to, to really to, to perform on an incredibly high level and to be incredibly consistent and all these kind of things. And in this moment, we don't know if we will be. So that's always the, the, the thing uh, you never can be sure about. And that's why um, it's so important that you have a good start. We had a good start so far, um, but obviously other teams had good starts as well. Nothing happened really in the table, even when uh, obviously some clubs feel that they uh, came a bit short in, in, in this early um, part of the season. But we all know that can change pretty quickly. And we have to, we try to be as consistent as somehow possible. And for that, we need to be ready, for example, for tomorrow, which is one of the trickiest games in the Premier League because of the work Graham is doing at, at Brighton and the, 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 the way they play and all these kind of things. So that's just Premier League. There's no game which you can take a little bit easy not at all. You have to be always um, at your absolute best. I, I often wonder whether your job's getting easier or, or, or getting more difficult. From from the outside looking in, you have a couple of 5-0 victories and it, it, it seems that, you know, from the outside looking in again, you, you wouldn't want to change a winning team, but you do it and you, you seem to do it to everybody's satisfaction. How are you managing to keep everybody satisfied in that regard? I don't think that's possible, to be honest, and I don't think I did it. <laughs> you should ask all the players in the squad. Um, but it's that, that look, the, the the thing we have to do is to win football games, and when especially when you when you play for Liverpool, and um, when you are in football, you learn early that you have to accept the decisions a manager makes. And um, my team is doing that. Obviously, that doesn't mean that they're always happy about the decision. They just accept them. And the job of all the players is to be always that determined, that um, good in training, that you are in a moment when you can come in, that you are really influential. That's that's the deal. And it's not a deal here. That's a deal everywhere in each football, you know, each football team of the world. And um, and that's a, that's the case here as well. So. Um, I don't try to keep them happy. I, yes, I want them all to be happy, but I want them to be angry as well when we play an opponent who wants the points, our points, if you want, and all this kind of thing. So it's a, it's just the, the, the things we do over the weeks, uh, during the weeks and over the months, and that's uh, the situation we are, we, we, we are in. And it's it's nothing happened yet. We have what is that match day ten now, right? 10? Yes. Um, uh, 28 after that to come so that's obviously nothing happened and it's it's just a, a really okay start so far but even in the start we had our downs with maybe not result wise too much but um, we had moments where we were all not happy with and all these kind of things so we have constantly things to improve and that's the only thing we are concerned about and not that we won games um, with a ridiculous um, uh, what is that 
a result or whatever where you think, okay, how can that happen constantly? Um, and, it, and it will not. And we are not silly enough to think that we, to win a football game, first and foremost, you have to make sure that you are ready to defend. And that's what we try to make sure for tomorrow again. And all the rest is then what, how you build on that. And we will see how we can do it. Well, we know you have to make at least one change from last weekend's win at Manchester United because James Milner is, is not available. But how are the others in Naby Keita, Fabinho and, and Thiago? Yeah, Naby Keita looks good. We were all surprised, but he was obviously lucky. Um, and so I think he will be ready. Um, with Fabinho, it does look that good. It's a bit more complicated, not too complicated, but complicated enough to keep him out now again, probably. I, I still wait for last news, but uh, he was not in team training yet. Um, and that means that's never a good sign. And Charlie was first time yesterday in team training. In Yes, we, 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 we did a session where he could be part of pretty much the whole session. That doesn't mean he's ready to play a football game, unfortunately. So we will see what we do with him. But he's closer than he was um, last week, much closer. And now we have to see what we do with that. Thank you, Alan. Uh, we'll go to Anita for the next two for Premier League Productions. Afternoon, Jürgen. How are you? Hello, I'm good. And you? I'm fabulous. Thank you for asking. And <laughs> <laughs> um, you touched on how tomorrow is going to be one of your trickiest games in the season. Of course, your side are aware of the dangers that this Brighton side can pose. Um, given your stats so far, though, you're, you're unbeaten, six clean sheets, and you're averaging three goals per match. What kind of challenge are you expecting this time round? I'm not sure if you saw the game with Brighton City last week. So it looks like from the from the scoreline uh, a pretty clear thing, and maybe the first half. Yeah, City was was really good, but the goals were, I think, two goals were in the first half were counter-attacking goals. So it says already that when you then look at um, the the possession, I think it was 52-48. If I'm 100% right, but it was a, a big one for Brighton. That's a football playing side and not just playing football. They are a real threat. They try to create, they, they, they defend well. Um, I think didn't score yet incredible, like big amounts, like I think nine goals, but I conceded only nine and four of them in the last game, which was really a strange one from conceding point of view. I I think there would have been, probably there was a shout that the, the first goal could have been a foul on the goalie, maybe. And then you never know how that game will be. And I mean, you saw, I saw the second half as well, obviously. They were incredible. It's just that you have to, to keep the ball like they did and to pass the ball like they did against City is, is, a, is a really difficult thing to do. And they did it. So we know what they are capable of, but we are not City. Um, and we play obviously slightly different. And um, yes, that's what we want to do as well. We want to cause them problems. And yes, we lost the last game against Brighton here. I think it was the last game, was it? So, um, so that's another warning sign. Not that I needed it, but it is. And um, the, but the, the big difference, obviously, um, Enfield will be packed, and that helps us um, usually. And um, but not alone. We have to. We have to be really good. We have to be really good, and we need the people with the right understanding tomorrow. This is not a game where you dominate an opponent or stuff like that. They will have their moments. That's not to. That's not to avoid. That says everything about the quality of Brighton. So they will have their moment. We have to run a lot. We have to close gaps. We have to be really spot on defending wise, and then obviously 
with the ball as well. So it will be a tough one, but I'm looking forward to it. And I couldn't respect more what Graham is doing there because it's really, I'm really a big admirer of his work. Um, it was always difficult since he's there. Um, and yeah, it's a top, I have to say, it's a top class manager. Nothing else to say. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. You mentioned a few moments ago how you you have this selection headache across many areas of the pitch. I just wonder, with um, Konate's performance against Manchester United, is that one more selection headache for you in terms of who you feel is best to partner alongside Virgil van Dijk? I wouldn't call that a headache. But um, yeah, few decisions I have to make, obviously, that's how it is. Thank God. It's always a good time when you can make decisions or when you have to make decisions because it means you have options. Really bad times are when you don't have options and the decisions are pretty much in front of you and you have no, you have no influence on it. So yeah, there are some, um, but not too many, obviously, <laughs> um, and not too difficult. And it's always about the, 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 who's in the moment, who looks in the moment, the most likely to help us to to win a game and that's this decision um, i make already for a few years and um, i will do it this time as well and hopefully again will be the right one okay just before we go around the room a reminder we will do a breakout um when we get to the daily section i'll remind everyone just before we get to that we'll need hands up for those who want to come into that section in order we'll go in from talksport and then uh carl woodward and carl uh, mark to make sure we're in next Good morning, Jürgen. How are you? You all right? I'm good. And you? Very good, thank you. Um, Pre-pandemic, your team went almost until March unbeaten. Um, everybody thought you were going to be the next Invincibles. And I'm not suggesting that right now, but you are the only unbeaten team in the Premier League left. So can you compare this team with that one from 18 months, two years ago, in terms of their form, and how much better do you think they can still get? I think the team didn't change too much, right? Ginny's out, that's clear, but then all the rest should be pretty similar. Yeah, Ivo's in now. Uh, Diogo is in now. Thiago, unfortunately not available, but is uh, is uh, around in the moment. Yeah, so, um, yeah, actually, I don't think about these kind of things. Are we better than 2008 or whenever it was, eight months ago? Um, it's not too important. So you have to be as good as you can at the moment. And yes, we have to improve. And yes, there is space for improvement. We know that. We played, We and it's really, it sounds, I know how it sounds, but the world is a bit like this. You win 5-0 against United and everything is perfect. But it was not. It was not. So United had clear-cut chances, which we gave them. So, and we shouldn't rely on luck or Ali or stuff like this in these moments. So we could have done better. And all the mo- and that's why that's how we spoke in half time, being four nil up, and then um, it was because it's necessary. I told the boys, it's now in this moment really important that you believe me. We have to play better, otherwise we open up we open up the gate the the the, the, the game for them because they can they score one, they score two, whatever. So things like can happen. I'm not worried about that. It's just I saw in the first half we gave too much away. Um, and that's the, that's the things we have to improve. And not only for that game, but in that game, we have to improve it in general. And yes, and of course, on the other side, I mean, you, when, you have, when you are offensively, um, when you do some offensive stuff, you, you, want, you have to finish the situations off. 
and there are moments when it obviously clicks, when it's clicking, and other moments where it's not clicking, and the more so far it clicked in a lot of moments. That's why we have um, some really impressive score, score lines, but um, if we don't expect that to happen all the time, and you have no problem with winning a game 1 nil. Absolutely not. It's a bit more nervy, obviously, but it's still okay. Um, and that's what we have to be ready. Again, uh, where we have to improve and to be then stable and consistent is defensively how we work uh, when the opponent has the ball. There's not actually there's no reason why somebody should get through if we do it really well. But because we are human beings, always things can happen. But even for that, we need to have a solution that then the next one can sort it. So that's something where we 100% can improve. Offensively, we can as well. But obviously, that's more difficult um, when you see the the, the 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 goals we scored so far. Thank you, Ian. We'll go to Carl from BBC Merseyside and then Carl from Press Association. Carl Woodward first. Hello, Jürgen. Hello, Carl. Um, Adam Milana, um, when you first came to the club and introduced the pressing side of the game, how important was he and did he set the standard at the start of it as well? Not only at the start, until the end. I miss Adam still, to be honest. Um, we, have to, we, have, we obviously don't have a, like plenty of sessions during the week because we play that often. But um, Adam set the standard from the first to the last day, pretty much. Um, and that was really impressive. And what I loved about him, a, a football player with the technical skills he has. And then this working mentality is really rare. If we wouldn't have been, I think we all agree, if Adam wouldn't have been a little bit less injured, less often injured, um, that could have been, that could have been on, still on another level and was already great. So one of the best players I ever worked with, in, absolutely incredible um, um, person as well. So I really, I'm really looking forward to see him again. Thank you, Carl. We'll finish with Carl Markham. Need hands up for the breakout section, guys, if you want to come into it, and then finish with this section with the Press Association. Carl, fire away. Jürgen, um, you've touched on uh, this a bit already today about keeping players who are not in the team happy. And um, Joe, Go Joe Gomez is probably one of those who, who falls into that category. 12, just over 12 months ago, he was you know, starting every game alongside Virgil. Then we know the injuries happened. It's been difficult for him to get back in uh, this season. Played in, played in midweek, played really well. Just sort of has, has sort of, you know, it's been even more difficult for someone like him who, who was used to playing regularly and then obviously lost his place to injury and, that, and now is struggling to find his way back. Yeah, absolutely. I, that's, that's absolutely not easy, clear. But um, it was always clear when we, we had to react in our situation, we had to bring in a centre half. I think everybody agreed on that. Then it was always uh, clear as well. In the moment, they're all four or five and Really, I always have to mention it. When you saw Nate Phillips playing now the second half against Preston, that's a completely different player to the player he was a year or two ago. So top-class centre-half, and he's not playing as well. So, um, And Joey um, didn't play yet, but that's how it is. After the long injury, stuff like this, then we decided for Joel, which made absolutely sense. Now Ibu came in in a, in a situation... Um, it's us. We have to deal with joy, or we tried in the beginning, especially we deal still with the intensity stuff like this, getting out here, blah blah blah, stuff like that. And now we are we are not even half through the season, and we talk about these kind of things. It's hopefully nobody gets injured through the through the year, but that's a footballer's life. You have to you have to be um, on top of your game for the moment when you when you come in, and in that moment you have to convince everybody, and that's that's how it is. 
and um, the boys get along really well with each other, all five of them. That's really nice to see. So they respect each other a lot and we will need them um, and we will need Joe and Joe's qualities incredible we, we all know that we saw that in a lot of moments on um on wednesday now um but just as a little reminder for other people um but it's just we have now top class players only top class players on that position and that makes it a bit harder when you are not in the lineup in the moment but that was always like this in football the only thing you can do is to keep working really really hard and your moment will come You've been listening to the Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo.